Second and victory. We are currently 19 days away from the Titans' first game of the season against the New York Giants. Uh, the Titans currently sit at 80 players with one more preseason game to go. It's almost football time, people. We are very, very close. Welcome back to the Second and Victory Podcast. My name is Austin Nelson. Uh, I am always joined by my two co-hosts, Brett Bachelor, Chris Carter. What's up, boys? How's it going? What's going on? No, man, we took a week off, and uh, we are back at it, like a crack addict. Yep. <laughs> no back. more weeks off. I saw, uh, I saw a few of those down in San Antonio. Crack addicts? Yeah. <laughs> How was your trip? It was good. Good work conference uh, last week. One of the reasons I couldn't record. But, um, yeah, it was uh, – made it through it. So Awesome, awesome. Well, before we get into it, stop the podcast, hit pause, go hit subscribe, hit that subscribe button. Make sure you download all the pods. Uh, that we'll be putting out all season long. Get us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts. Make sure you hit subscribe and go tell all your friends, your Titans friends, uh, who are looking for a podcast. Uh, they want somebody to listen to for this season. We are your guys. Uh, spread the word about us. Uh, but make sure you su- hit subscribe. Leave a review for us. We appreciate all the support. We are brought to you by BroadwaySportsMedia.com. And, and fellas, I don't know if y'all saw, but we relaunched BSM. Hey, big moves, big moves, massive moves, man. It looks great. The new logo looks awesome. Um, including a ton of new features. Um, have y'all seen anything about the, the Broadway insider yet? You know what I'm talking about? Absolutely, dude. It's something that something that everybody needs to get. I know that hundred percent. Uh, that's where you will get all your exclusive access to all premium articles. And I'm pretty sure they're running a, a pretty good deal right now. So deal. go check it out at broadwaysportsmedia.com and uh, take advantage of that offer. We tell you this all the time, but BSM is the best place to get your latest Titans news and coverage, some fantastic in-depth analysis and articles from some of the best um, local local writers. So go check it out. Also, get your national SC and that Speedway soccer group and national press coverage as well. So if you're not already subscribed to BroadwaySportsMedia.com, you are missing out. I'm telling you that right now. Go ahead and take advantage of this offer before the season starts. And uh, they, you know, we jack, jack the price back up. So um, you get us on Twitter as well at Second and Victory. That's where you'll find us all season long. Um, we appreciate the support. So, all right. So we, we missed last week. Didn't get to talk about the Ravens game, but we're back at it now to talk about that game and the Bucks game uh, as well. We'll kind of we'll kind of hit on these a little bit. But I mean, guys, give me your thoughts through two weeks. What have you seen? What have you liked? What have you not liked? Um, I know we've you know seen a lot of Malik, but uh, what are your thoughts? I like the defense. I do. Go about- ahead, Chris. I'm going to start in the offensive backfield. I've seen two running backs, young running backs that I really like in Hassan uh, Hassan Haskins and Julius Chestnut. Um, I think both of those guys have futures in the NFL. Julius Chestnut has been a, a really interesting guy to, to to watch through these first two preseason games. But, you know, I, I, Haskins is here. He's going to make the 53. Um, but, yeah, I've, I've really enjoyed watching the running game so far without, you know, without Derrick being out there in the preseason. I really, I really have liked the defense, honestly. I think from what we've seen so far, uh, this defense can be good, man. This defense can be really good. I mean, if, if Theo Jackson 
can can stay healthy and stay on the field. If Josh Kalu can stay healthy, stay on the field. That's two special teamers there that can fill in at safety as well if you need them. One guy that I've loved seeing, and we've seen him a lot on special teams this preseason too, is Rashad Weaver. Mm. We didn't get to see any of Rashad Weaver last year. He's come out this preseason, and he's looked like a dog, dude. So and I'm, re- I'm honestly – And remember I feel last about preseason? The last preseason, it looked like he was a, he was going to be a breakout star. Yeah. And, and yeah. so obviously the injury was a, was a huge impact, but – uh, he's come back, I think, even more vicious. I'm excited to see him. He, he kinda I get saw a, an article kinda, today that said he could be the X factor, and I think that's dude, true. You kind of get a Jeffrey Simmons vibe from him, honestly. And added, like, I'm not saying necessarily he's going to be Jeffrey Simmons, but like attitude-wise and bull rushing and stuff like that. I think to that point of just the immediate impact he can have on defense, that that third true edge rusher that they need outside of Harold and Bud. You need somebody with those guys are out. Weaver comes right in, fresh legs. Um and and ready to go. Yeah, he he looked good uh, so far. Made a few um, tackles for losses. I had a sack against the, uh, Dude, the you. Yeah, man, and, and you do that, and you have Jeffrey and Danico on the inside. You're not running the ball past five yards. You're not doing it. Oh, and the defense. I'm pretty sure. I, so I watched it back. I couldn't watch it Saturday night. Uh, so I watched it back Sunday, and I'm I'm almost positive. I think at halftime the Bucks didn't even have a hundred yards. No, they didn't. It was like ninety six or something. Yeah, I was. Like, I mean, they the first four or five different first five series for the defense, they got three and outs. I mean, it was it was a pretty fast. Yeah, first quarter, if y'all remember that. Um, but yeah, so I that was gonna say that too. Brett was Weaver, uh, but to piggyback off Chris Haskins, he just looks so fun. I mean, the plays that he he hadn't done a whole lot, but when he he's he's done a little bit to get you excited for the future and what it can look like when Derek needs a break, and. And like his playing style, he really does – he plays like Derek. Obviously, he's not Derek's size. He's almost like a, a mini, more compact Derek. Uh, just the, just in his style of play, uh, we've seen a stiff arm, uh, you know, a stiff arm or two. We've seen a little bit of breakaway speed uh, out there from him. Um, it's, it's He's going to be fun to watch, I think, this season. I'm excited about them, and I'm also excited about, you know, the backup quarterback. Malik Willis. We've seen a lot of stuff. Mm. Uh, you said it. You said it. Um, seen a lot of good from Malik, seen a lot of bad, but you've seen growth from game one to game two. That's what I've enjoyed seeing. Yeah. Um, but he's just he's just electric, man. He's fun. When he has the ball in his hands, you don't know what he's gonna do with it, but you know he's gonna do something special. It's, he brings the energy that, to the stadium. It's yeah. crazy that how wrong I think I already am in one of those. Five questions we did on the last. Hey, hey, yeah, I think you are too. <laughs> I, when I said I would, didn't think he'd get a single snap, because I mean, I think I think you know I do think the goal was to to let him you know learn, sit back, learn. But I yeah. think he's defied expectations. I want to um, say that, and, I, and that speaks volumes about his growth and his how how deep he is and trying to learn what he's doing wrong and stuff like that. I just realized you're you're wearing a pretty fresh hoodie tonight. Yeah, got a little. I noticed that too. What is that? Ooh, I like Jordan. that. Yeah, I like the color of it. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I I do want to throw some stats out real quick. After two preseason games, Malik Willis has scored both touchdowns and has no turnovers. I think it's a positive right there. Uh, he is one of thirteen on third down. That's not good. At all. <laughs> and, and but I think a lot of that comes from the the things Red Bulls talked about, where he's he's just impatient right now. Like yeah. he's. True. He's he's shuffling in the his he's shuffling his feet in the pocket, uh, he's moving out of the pocket too quick, things like that, you know. And and, and from having Dylan Raiden does your right tackle. That too, that doesn't that doesn't help at all. 
Brent, we'll get into that in a second. Um, and and it's worth noting that, I mean, it feels like through both preseason games, the opposing defense has blitzed a lot. Uh, there's, yeah. been a, there's been a lot of uh, significant pressure, I feel like, through the but first I, two games. I so. think he also, I mean, he leads the preseason so far in, in um, time in the pocket. Holding the ball, he I mean, he's holding the ball on way too long, and we, I mean that was a, a big thing after week one um, against Baltimore, um, and that's why he's been using his legs so much. The NFL with eight yards per run, and I do think that's slightly skewed just because he is, you know, kind of like that magician in the pocket where he's he's breaking breaking tackles, yep. and making people miss uh, that throw, that sidearm throw to Dez for what was yeah, it, like fifteen sick. yards or whatever. That was awesome, and yep. like. That's the kind of stuff that I'm excited for out of Malik, but I also want to see, you know, the standard quarterback stuff. Because you know and that's the kind of stuff that's missing. Cannon on him. That's what I told We've you seen it. before the preseason happened. I was like, I just want to see a 75-yard bomb because you know he can do it yeah, and with yeah. ease. Um, and on he's, top got of a, that, he's got a ratchet, man. He's got a ratchet. Does. And he also has the lowest completion percentage in the NFL. So – Highs and lows for Malik Willis through two games, but that's just going to come with time and and and, and uh, more reps he'll learn. But yeah, the thing I've I've been irritated with, and it's again, it's nothing on Malik. But how many how many times have we seen Traylon Burks open? He could have had a, a walk in touchdown in Baltimore. Oh, these dude had yeah. a few open looks against Tampa. You just want to see sixteen with the ball. Your first round pick, the guy that you think is going to be your future wide receiver, get him the ball, and that's why he played a little bit more in the fourth quarter against Tampa, but there's nothing – I think people are overreacting to that. Um, we know that he's had some conditioning issues, and I think – I mean, Vrabel talked about that. That's kind of part of the reason. More reps for him, um, playing longer into a game. So, if you take him out, you know, in the first quarter halftime, you're not going to get those. In the same vein, I was um, I was kind of feeling a little bit of the same way about Chig not really being involved. So, it was good to see him get that touchdown uh, from, from Malik there. Um, you know, kind of get – Kind of started getting that chemistry built out too. I love watching that replay. Malik stays in the pocket, keeps his eyes downfield, finds the guy. It was a clean pocket too. Um, he could have he could have ran with it, but uh, he he stayed in the pocket and threw that dart to to Chig. But yeah, I agree. Another guy to be excited for. So I think some good and bad. I think the one thing that I am I'm worried about the offense hadn't scored a ton of points, but no, and try not to think too much about it, man. We know that. The same year that the Lions didn't win a game, they went four and zero in preseason. So I don't want to take too much into preseason just yet. But but you've also effectively not had a single snap from any starter on offense outside of what three for Lewan and then um, Aaron Brewer. Obviously, I think played some, but um, NWI is the only other starter right now that's really played on offense. So. I think uh, Jim White made a good point in his mailbag, and I wanted to get your thoughts on this. I mean, before I before I ask this, uh, who is QB two at the moment, in your opinion, Malik? I'm gonna save mine for later when we do hot takes. <laughs> oh God! Okay. Here's what Jim White said in the mailbag. At this point, I don't think Malik has proven himself ready to be the number two. And I can't help but wonder if Woodside is instead competing against another quarterback who could become available in another week or so. That's a good point, bro. I didn't think about that one. I'm not certain. I think they value the system too much. I mean, they want the they want QB two to know the system. I don't know. I I think 
I think it's pretty clear that Malik gives you the best chance to win games out of the two. I'd agree. And I think that's obviously the, what you want out of a backup quarterback is to be able to win a game if need be. So. I'd agree. But, I mean, and who's going to come available that's that's going to win you games? I mean, seriously. Jerry Garantano? Dude. <laughs> He's coming to town this week. He is. He's coming to town. He is. Uh, oh, you gotta go look. At, you gotta go look at depth charts around the league and and figure that out. I mean, so you got Josh Case Keenum, Dobbs. Case Keenum. Get the Browns Floyd. might need him this year, Chris. Yeah, that's true. Uh, look good so far. Who else? Mason Rudolph, um, Cooper Rush, Ben DiNucci, PJ Walker. Yeah. <laughs> Those. That's who you're looking at. Do you have named a single person that I would rather see on the field than Malik? Gardner, if if ten if ten is oh, down, but over Woodside, Gardner Minshew. Oh, the, uh, any of those guys over Woodside. Yeah, but I agree. Yeah, I, I, yeah. If it comes to time with all three quarterbacks and they put in, you know, Ten Hill can't play a game and they throw in Woodside, we riot. Yeah, riot. You're right. <laughs> there's no there's no reason why Malik should be playing over Woodside in any capacity. I'm with that. All right, so the Titans do have a major issue. And uh, that's a right tackle. Dylan Rader not been the guy that we thought he'd be uh, through through a year and a half, I guess now. Um, he's now taking reps at left guard. And, you know, Vrabel said – He Don't. probably should be. Vrabel mentioned, just you know, it's, it's more of just getting guys in, in different spots and, and letting them get into reps, but we all know what that means. That's cap. MPS That's 100% cap. Starting did, but he did also follow that up by saying something along the lines of where, where they're best suited for them and for the team. So, I mean, I think I think he's, he's self-aware enough to know that he's got to find a spot for him. I mean, he's too – He's a second-round pick. He's a second-round pick. too pick. much into him to, to let him sit on the bench another year, all, you know, for the – Make him your swing so. guy. Make him your swing guy. Do something. He's got to I mean, be on here, the field. I mean, if he concern. sucks, don't put him on the field. But here's the concern. Or here, all right. Here's the thought. First, I think he's capable of backing up all four positions outside of center. I would if, agree if with that. Need, if you need snaps, however, if Lawan or NPF go down, is he a guy you want? Starting if he's not like who's depends, your, who's your who's your backup tackle who's getting those snaps if it's it not depends on how two. long I think it depends on how long they would be out. let's say four games let's say it's four I'm, games I'm nervous I am yeah I think he'd be okay the first week like he was last year against San Francisco but then after that it's just it's just it's nerve wracking honestly to me especially if he's See, on the left and, side of the line and Keith Carter has <clears throat> has proven I think in his time here that he can. Get solid reps out of a back. I agree. Offensive I agree with that when needed. Um, but yeah, I mean, I uh, I was completely wrong on Ray Duns. I mean, it's, it's, I it's I'm with you. That... I'm with you too, though, Chris. About when we were texting about it earlier, I don't I don't label him a bust right now in my eyes because he can still start. He can still get better. It's just that these last three weeks have not been very good for him. Yeah. And, and, you know, they said – I mean, it's been said all along about him that he's better suited for the left side 
whether it's, and on the inside, whether well, it's tackle or guard on the left side, like the left side is just better for for how he plays the game and how he how you know it's it's obviously a flip to have to play right tackle from left tackle. So, and I know, think may, maybe maybe you know a full season of backup he can focus on the left side and maybe he's the future left tackle. Right, sure. Uh, I'd be nervous at this very moment, but again, I mean, there's a lot of growth that can happen between now and then. But yeah, I mean, maybe he is your. Um, I think maybe guard is suited for him more. And at that point, you know, I, I, I agree, Austin. I think we have a. I think we can all agree that I think we have a, a long-term answer in Nate Davis. I think they they bring that. If back this year, if this year's, if Nate Davis a, plays this year like he did in 2020, then yes, I think Nate he's a free agent after this year. Correct. That's why he's got to play good this year. So, um, and if he doesn't, if he doesn't, you're potentially looking for a new, oh gosh, I mean, left guard, center, guys. Like right the, guard. I, we talked about this before. This entire O line can look different next year, if yeah. not the year after. Ben's absolutely. Getting there. Who knows what to do with Taylor again? Taylor's gonna have to have another uh, um, borderline Pro Bowl year to stay next year. He's got to be I, that. Yeah, I agree. Um, so knowing what we know now about Dylan. Was this offseason a waste with him focusing on right tackle the whole time and not left guard? I mean, because if, if he had a whole if he had a whole offseason at left guard, maybe he's your starter right now. There's, and, no, there's no Jamarco Jones. There's no Aaron Brewer battle. Yeah, which I think Aaron Brewer is probably going to win. So Most too. likely, I mean, Jamarco's been hurt too, so uh, you know Brewer has the edge thing that sucks for, sure. for the thing that sucks for for Raidens, though. Is when Jamarco's healthy again, he's gonna go right behind Brewer, if not start over Brewer, which I think Brewer's better right now. So then where does MPF back up? Left tackle. I mean, because you also got Christian Delorio too on the O line. I think back to uh when they they didn't re-sign Conklin. Ever since then, it's kind of just been a massive rotating door right tackle. I, I still wish we I still wish they resigned Dennis Kelly. You at least would have got another year, if not two serviceable years out of Dennis Kelly. Dennis Dennis I think Dennis would be the starting right tackle this year. That's that was gonna be what I was about to say, Brett. I, it's not the Conklin decision that bothers me. It's it's the cut of Dennis Kelly. Um just because especially knowing what we know now, uh he was while he wasn't great, he was serviceable and he was definitely better than uh, Quest. And and I think that he would have been 100% willing to rework a deal. I think, too. Rather than just cut up. I think, too. John hasn't spent a ton of money. He has not broke the bank for anybody off the line since. Lawan. Taylor. Since Lawan. Yeah, I mean, Saffold got a decent bag. but Oh, yeah. Sure. Saffold, yeah, sure. Saffold got a bag for sure. You re-signed Ben, but I, I mean, there hasn't you been. You don't break t- the bank for him. No, you draft Isaiah Wilson. You remember how that went. But uh, he has put draft capital into it. I mean, a first, but he's a missed. second, but he's two missed. thirds. That, that, he's, exactly, that hasn't panned out. That's right. kind of the situation still. Kind of like, kind of like, honestly, the backup quarterback situation for the last couple of years. Luke Falk, Cole McDonald. The backup running back situation. Yeah. He's other areas, though. He's hit on defensive line. Linebackers. Uh, he's found some some gems and linebackers, uh, safeties. Safety. Uh, you found can a, make, he found a good wide receiver. He did. He found yep. the best running back in the league. Hey, he found he, he Johnny we, Smith. We can do this all day, one hundred percent. 
Um, Traded for Tannehill. Exactly. This, we can do all, this all day. But I think, too, that one of the biggest areas to protect your quarterback, protect your, your you know, running back, your face of the franchise is, is that O-line. And that's something that I think he has not excelled in. And I think it's it, it, this may be the year it finally bites us in the dust. Better not. Better I, not. I mean, you, you, you really have to be – I just against, but that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, you you have to be. I mean, J. Rob has to be on his knees praying right now that EPF's the guy. Yeah. Oh, has to. Which I mean, he's looked good. There's one more game left uh, against the Cardinals. I mean, I'm be interested to see who starts at right tackle. Does Raiden's play at all at right tackle? Uh, will he play more guard? If I, think, he, I think we see a lot of guard. If he doesn't play right tackle, I mean, is MPF going to play the entire game at right tackle? No, no chance. Delorio. Yeah. Sure, uh, yeah, I think sure so too. Him at some at right Somebody in there. McKenzie. Yeah. Yeah, still McKenzie would be true. Still yeah. enough roster guys to to take snaps there. We shall see, but yeah, I think we're on agreement that that um, for now, I think MPF is your starting right tackle. Which mm-hmm. not mad. I didn't think if, if we remember going back, that was definitely a guy that I, I was interested in coming out of college. Uh, All the tools, yeah, every one of them. First um, Ohio State guy they drafted, God knows how long since Eddie George, Chris Sanders. Yeah. I mean, you might be right. Been a minute, man. And he's and he's definitely like good personality, kind of guy you root for. Um, yeah, absolutely. He's really nice just, too. He's really it's, cool. It's it's, it's not. It's not a disappointment that NPF's doing great. It's a disappointment that Ray Johns is doing bad. Facts. I'd agree. I'd agree. All right, so let's talk about the punting competition for a second. Uh, it's one of the competitions. It's close. Coming down to the wire. And uh, I don't know if they've already made their mind up or they're going to see, you know, after this This is the last preseason game and kind of figure it out for them. I got a question for y'all. Did y'all hear the radio call from Mike Keith? Yeah. <laughs> on the drop where he called him Ryan Hands of Stonehouse. No, he called oh, him yeah, Hands yeah. of Stonehouse. I thought that was funny. Great. But, I mean, Chris, you've been saying it for a few weeks now. I think even before the preseason started that, that Ryan Stonehouse would be the guy over Kern. I've not – I've been saying for a long time that I I thought Kern was a cut this year. You if, think he said last year too, to be if honest. If they found a punter. I mean, we saw, we saw a decline last year. Um, he has a – he did rework his contract, but he still – I mean – Multi-million dollar punter. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So he's set to make he he took a pay cut in March. Uh he's gonna make two point two mil this year. Uh you, if you cut him, your dead cap's five hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Not not a massive thing. Um did y'all know? And I guess you know, if you think about it, it's it's very easy to 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 say yes to, but he is the longest tenured Titan. Mm-hmm. Bro, he's been here since Craig Hendrick. He posted a really cool Aronis. I, I mean he posted a really cool picture with his son the other day, and his son's like a toddler in one pick and a teenager in the next one. It's crazy. wild. That's crazy. He's definitely a guy that, you know, the Titans been lucky in the special teams area. They've had some really good kicks. Is really he a ring of honor? I think so. Ring of honor. I think he's instant. Is Craig Hendrick? Oh, that's a good question. I but I think Kern's are the better. I agree. I, I get the, definitely the hedge, uh, the, the, the edge to, uh, to Kern. When he joined the team in 2009, Vince Young was the starting quarterback. CJ2K was the running back. Justin Gage, Nate Washington, the wide receivers. 
Algie Crumpler, Bo Scape with the starting tight ends. Michael Roost, Eugene Amano, Kevin Mawai, Jake Scott, David Stewart, the other offensive line. And all you can say is thank you, Josh McDaniels. Yeah. <laughs> Why'd you yeah. cut him? Who cut him? Yeah. Why'd you cut him? I mean, I think I think Kern's a in the Titans era, I think Kern might be a top ten fan favorite. Oh my gosh. I don't know. So that, 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 that's why I say that, that you, you do have a guy who is young. He's got a hell of a leg on him. Is this the time where you, you change the other guard and you, you give it to Ryan Stonehouse. I think this could be the perfect opportunity because they think they, you know, they think they found a guy and you don't want Stonehouse going to another team like the Colts who are in desperate need. Oh, yep. Exactly. Who would be, you know, who would be on the radar for a guy like that? If you don't want this guy that you really value going to your division rival, what what's going to hurt worse, the your potential punter of the future going going to the Colts, or your legendary punter going to the Colts? Your legendary punter, dude. You know, either way, he's going to ride on that so hard. Yeah, exactly. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. He would turn with the horseshoe on his on his head would. Break my heart. That hurt. But I, I think. Oh, dude, Stonehouse is a good guy. He's built various projects, including a covered outdoor kitchen in his backyard. And he also enjoys fostering and working with shelter dogs. Uh, sign him. Sign him. Sign him. <laughs> that is really right cool, now, though. Um, honestly, though, man, I, I don't, I don't know, dude. If they're gonna, that might be the toughest decision. Honestly, for the entire camp. I mean, okay, through so through two preseason games, have they looked at like I mean, knowing that that Stonehouse Rabel did is a, say that we've had too rookie, many touchbacks. Knowing that Stonehouse is a rookie, and knowing that Kern is a very old at this point vet player, have you seen enough of Kern being better that? you justify paying him a higher salary and and not locking up a punter of the future possibly have you seen enough from stonehouse to be like all right this dude is going to be way much better than this guy over the next two seasons and i'm not like disagreeing with you i'm just trying to think of a, a oh i know different ways that's why i think does, does this third game really matter are they are they really coming out of this this the, the last game to kind of figure this out you think they tell the offense hey malik Third and one, we're gonna need the ball. We just want to, we just want Stonehouse to go out there and punt. They're gonna punt on purpose. I wouldn't be surprised. Do you do you think they keep two punters on the fifty three just to screw the Colts? I, I I thought about that. I, I talked to I talked to Kevin Dyson the other day, and I was like, well, I was like, you can you can put subtle flex. It's, <laughs> it's a subtle flex. <laughs> I, was, I, I was talking to Dice though, and uh, Dice was like, he's like. I said, you could put him on practice squad. And Dyson said, well, he said, are you really going to put a punter on the P squad and use one of your protected spots on a punter when you could use that for another running back, wide receiver, offensive lineman? And he wasn't saying that they weren't going to do it, but he's saying, is that necessarily a protected spot that you really want to use on a punter? Valid point. Valid point. I don't know. I do it's think a, it's, I mean, a, it's a tough decision either way. If, if you very think tough, so. If you think Stonehouse can be the guy for the future, versus is it is it time to move on from the best player in franchise history? I somebody somebody said the other day. They said, "Do you risk losing a potential phenomenal opponent to squeeze one more good year out of Brett Kern?" That's, that's tough. Kind of, I mean, that's thirty six. Kind of my point. 
And I wanted yeah. to see, like, and is it going to be a good year from Brett Kern? Because we've right. already started seeing decline. And I wonder, I mean, I wonder if there's there's conversations that we don't know about. We know that J-Rob is very good about getting rid of guys when, when they need to be gone. Uh, we've seen that time and time again. So is this a thing where uh, next season he retires and, you know, we're kind of screwed looking for a punter again? Or is this the time now where you go ahead and go with Stonehouse and then Kern plays one more year for another team? And it, it may be the Colts. It may be another team what? I don't see him on. Just go somewhere that's not the Colts. I'll be okay. Just, I'll but be you, okay. You, see him, you see him retire after that, and then, you know, okay, it was worth it. What is it they always say about the Patriots? Better to get rid of them one year too early than two years too late? Hey, and John, hey, J-Rob has done that too. We've seen time that time already again. a couple of times. Time and time yeah. again. We shall see. I didn't think we'd ever be talking about a, a punting competition on this podcast, but yeah, it's there. It's, it's 100% happening. there. It's a, it's a real thing. All right, I want to get back into uh, the, the offense for a second. Uh, Brett, you, you wanted to, to talk about this, and and Chris, I know you're, you're pretty passionate about it because you're not worried about it, but I, I do think there should be some hesitancy and some, you know, pessimism about it. But what do you think the offense will look like this season? Basic. Basic. Uh, we're not going to – yeah, we're, we're going to average, I think, 18, Bland. 20 points. Yeah, a bunch of runs. See, that's okay though. Basic, if you're, if, that's right okay right. if your defense, if the defense is elite. fourteen to fifteen. If if it's elite, but I think I think it's going to be a lot of grinded out. Like I mean, I'm not saying that the offense won't score thirty points a game, but they're. I mean, I'm I'm thinking like I mean, average 18, 20, 22 points a game, uh, and just try and grind it out. Honestly, so, uh, like I'm I'm, I'm nervous about the offense. If they're averaging eighteen points a game, they might not win five or six games. True. I mean, I'm, I'm not 20, a ball They averaged bit, 24 but. and a half last season. If they can be similar to that, they'll be in good shape. I I think they could average 30. Um, I mean, as we talked about, this is a team that hasn't played really any starters so far this preseason. Um, from all reports of everybody that's seen him, Tannehill's back with a vengeance. Uh, he's looked excellent through through camp so far. Um, I mean, Derrick Henry should be hopefully Derrick Henry again. Um, I think the depth at running back is the best it's been to start a season. Uh, knowing that Don Trails already here, obviously he didn't come until later in the year last year. Knowing what, as we talked about, what we've seen from Hassan Haskins, that's exciting. I think tight end is about 10 steps ahead of where it was last year. Dude. Uh, with the guys that have been brought in, I think wide receivers fine. I mean, I really don't think, especially like the the initial impact we've seen from a guy like Kyle Phillips, uh, the growth we've seen from a guy like NWI. You know, hopefully Robert Woods is Robert Woods. There's, you know, I mean, I I just don't. I think the offense is better than it was last year. The only the thing that scares me is the offensive line. The thing that scares me is that it's not necessarily the personnel. It's the guy that's calling the plays for the personnel on the field and how everything's going to be run from there. Like, But is, is that not in a better situation now with the addition of Kelly? Of who? I'm sorry. That's, I think that's what you hope for. That's what you hope for. But I just – and I'm, I'm not going on just like, uh, like, hey, the offense has sucked in the preseason. Like – 
right now, I just don't know if I see 30 points a game. That's just me personally. Now, I think I think the security blanket, and I, I lowballed it with 18. It's going to be more than that. But uh, the the security blanket for this offense, to me, is going to be the tight end position. If, if Austin Hooper and Che can be what you think that they possibly can be, then that's what's going to help the offense get over the top to me because Tannehill loved it when Delaney Walker was there. And if you remember, Tannehill loves those over the middle like he did to Delaney, Adam Humphreys, guys like that where they cut inside up the seam. If you can get Austin Hooper on those up inside seam routes and then do some fun stuff with Chig, I personally, that's what I think can help the offense take that next jump. I was referencing Tim Kelly. Yeah, Tim Kelly. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. And, and I think knowing that there's there's someone with a creative outlook on offense like him helping, uh, you know, kind of designate the the structure and, and plans for the offense. I think that's massive. Looking at the 2021 offenses and all the teams that made the playoffs, the Titans were the second uh, scoring offense. They were second worst, 24 points a game. The, the Raiders were worst. The teams that all made the playoffs, they had 22. I just think if you can average at least three touchdowns a game, so 21 points a game at least, you'll be in good shape. But I do think they need to average a little bit more than that. If they can be similar sure. to last season, um, they'll, they'll be all right. So I think, I think it's, a, it's, a, it's a big thing. that that, And I think going back to what you're saying, Chris, is the Tim Kelly addition. You know, it seemed to work with shorts, right, last season. Defense took a step with, the, with the, uh, you know, a, another guy in the, in the – meeting room and game plan um, with his mom. And obviously they, they learned a structure from working with Schwartz last year that works. So if they can translate that to the offense, I, I, mean, I think that's, that's huge value. I just think Tom Mattel, I think I want to see it first and really understand it. And I hope you, I hope you get some answers this season when, when the media does ask about Tim Kelly and his impact. As you remember last year, Vrabel and J-Rob gave nothing about Schwartz and kind of what he does on a daily basis. So I, I would assume it's going to be the same thing this season with Tim, Tim Kelly, but I think time will tell. And maybe, uh, you know, we'll see Tannehill or somebody speak up about his impact. But you, you see what he's done in uh, – I about said Memphis. Houston. Uh, Davis, <laughs> Davis Mills, came out of nowhere, put up some big big yards, um, some big stats. And even, you know, pre-massage Deshaun Watson talked about uh, uh, Tim Kelly quite a bit and his impact on him and his growth. So, yeah. I think it. I think it can definitely help more than anything. And, and you know, I think if the, the one thing that we talked about for the, the longest now is that this offense only goes as far as seventeen goes. And if you can a bounce back here this season, I think the Titans will be in much better shape. Um, you know, even with you know the subtraction of AJ Brown. So again, I'm I'm optimistic. I just I don't want to get my hopes up quite yet. I want to see it first and, and kind of play it out. But I, th- I think if you start on the good note against New York, 30 points, then I think we'll all be kind of like, okay, this might work. Yeah. This might work. So Poss- probably, probably without going against Kayvon Thibodeau too. Possibly. Possibly, possibly. Could, yeah, could be huge. Uh, Brett, I, I, we'll switch to the back to the defense real quick and uh, talk about that, uh, the linebacker depth. Um, yeah. You, you concerned about it? Uh, a little bit. I am more or less the inside. Um, because you got outside, you don't have to worry about. Uh, I don't think at all. But once once you get past David Long, once you get past Zach Cunningham, Monty Rice is still hurt. Where are you going from there? Like, I mean, you haven't heard that much 
about it. Um, so to me, my aspect is if those guys have to come out, where are you going from there? Because I don't know if you guys saw, but James Foster from No Flags Film did the research last year. Do you know how many you might have you might have seen this, but do you know do you guys know since joining the Titans last year, how many third down pass snaps Zach Cunningham played last season for the Titans? Mm. No. One. Really? One, which means that they like him on the inside. They like him against the run. They like him on first and second down. Past that, we know what David Long can stretch the field from left to right. But the north and south running back, the guy that – who is going to be the guy to do what Rashawn Evans couldn't do? Monty Rice is still hurt. He's still there. My question is where do you go from there past those two guys, honestly, on the inside of the field? I mean, Chance Campbell. I mean, your boy Joe Jones. Do you want to rely on that yet, though? Your boy Joe Jones did have a pick. He did. I I mean, I'm not necessarily saying that it's an issue of concern right now, but once those guys come out, are you comfortable with Joe Jones playing important third-down snaps? Not at all. Not at all. Are you comfortable with Chance Campbell, who's a – I believe he was seventh round who's supposed to be just a special teams ace playing very important third down pass snaps. You know who you call? Dr. Gibby. You call Will Compton. Dude, he can do it. No, I mean, maybe can't. not now, but. No, can. <laughs> I would be yes. anybody At this him. point, as much as. Oh, wait, wait, wait. He did cover Kari Blossom game. He did. There you go. And but Kari lost him. As Kari much, Boston. as much as, as Will probably still thinks that he can play. I think he's all talk at this point. I think he's he's moved on to the the podcast life. He's probably making a. He's got to know. He's got yeah, to know. He's uh, probably making more money doing the pod than he did. In his he made he made a very very probably. good. Comment. He made a very very funny comment the other day on one of the last episodes I, I listened to, and, and Taylor was back. He got back from his vacation and forget who they had on. And Taylor was like, "Dude, I haven't seen you so long." He said, "You kind of kind of skinny." And I was like, man, you should see my shirt off, man. He said, I haven't really been working out at all. And, and uh, he's like, man, it's, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's early July. I still got time. And Taylor was like, dude, it's late July. Like camps in six days. <laughs> and, and Will said, nah, man, my camp note starts with December. <laughs> Playoff Willie. I thought it was pretty funny. That's funny. Um, dude, but I, you know, I'm with you. And I, I talked about this a few weeks back. We talked, we were, you know, position by position. Uh, with the defense, and I think it is one of the more weaker groups on the entire roster. Um, because again, if Zach goes down, David where Long do you goes go? down, yeah, where do you go? They both go down. I mean, got, Monty's already coming back from injury, and Monty, like we, we we said before, Monty surprised us last year with the games that he played. Yeah, but do we know his ability in the passing game? And plus, do we know what we got from what we saw last year? That's obviously not all of what he has to offer, but like, I mean, we got a small sample size. Not a ton of linebackers either out there. Um, AJ Johnson, Dante Hightower, uh, Jamie Collins, all who used to be dogs. Anthony Hitchens used to be a dog. Can Malcolm Smith cover uh, former right. Jalen Smith. I mean, a guy that coming out of college they thought was going to be the next Brian Urlacher, literally, and uh, has not turned into that. I mean, do you look at that's any of those just guys? that's just a like I think the defense is going to be stout, but that's just one that's one part that that worries me honestly. Like oh, like if one of those guys goes down, or or if they're not as good as pass coverage as they need to be, I mean, 
when you're going up against some of these tight ends, I mean, these 15 yards across the middle could, could eat the defense alive. I agree. We'll see. We got to hope that's not the concern this season. And the, and the concern is uh, will Zach Cunningham lead the league in tackles again? I hope. That's what we got to hope for. So, um, so I tweeted out a few days ago. I do it once a year. My 2022, 20, you know, my NFL hot takes for the year. And so I tweeted these out, and I want to play this game with y'all as well. Um, you know, we are Titans fans first and foremost, but we're massive NFL fans as well and keep up with the league, around the league. Um, you know, there's a lot of storylines that we can get into, a lot of exciting things, some teams that have made some some different moves. Uh, but I want to hear y'all's 2022 NFL hot takes. Let's, let's do – you have three of them? You have three? I have three, yeah. You got three? All right, yeah. I'll go first because I, I I brought this up obviously. Um, <laughs> the Vikings win the NFC North. That's sneaky good. That's one of my hot takes. I really do think it's. I sneaky think good. they have a much better year than. Uh, I mean, they were close last season. I think Justin Jefferson can be can have the season Cooper Cup had last season. I think as much as we you know make fun of Kirk Cousins for being overrated. I think he's found he's his not bad. He's not bad. And I think he's found his 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 uh, stats were great last year. Well, he had like 33 touchdowns to seven picks last year or something. Justin like that. Jefferson yeah. is definitely a guy that can make his life a lot easier. So I think him oh, if he my can gosh, a, yeah. a healthy Dalvin Cook, um, if Thielen can kind of look like the old Thielen, Thielen, uh Thielen. <laughs> it's a hard to say that 10 times fast. Um, I think it's a possibility. And we know the Packers and the the weapons they don't have anymore. There you go. Uh, and, and the rookies that that had to step up, Romeo Dobbs and um uh Christian Watson. You know, if you if you look at the fantasy draft board, Alan Lazard is like their starting wide receiver, and that's a guy that's not getting picked up till you know eighth, ninth, tenth round. So yeah, he might even go undrafted. Possibly. So um, yeah, that's my that's my one of my hot takes. Um y'all gonna hate me for this, but I think the Eagles win a playoff game. Oh my gosh! I think they'll be. I, you, wow. I think they will. Um, you know, they made the playoffs last season. They're one of probably the worst playoff team to make the playoffs last season. Um, got embarrassed in Tampa, but I think they are better. I do think you know. Yeah, I love Jalen Hurts. Been a Jalen guy since college. A uh, big, big fan of him. And of course, they added that wide receiver. Um, who? His name should not I be. I don't, I don't know who you're talking. Yeah, talking about. He should not be named on this podcast, bro. <laughs> um, then they go get guys like Jordan Davis, mm-hmm. Kobe Dean, uh, is still in the draft. So, don't know who they beat. Will they win the division? Possibly. Oh, they and they also have, they also have a new starting safety in Reed Blankenship. Hey, what if he does make the team? Shout out MT. Hey, he's been getting he's been getting first team snaps in practice, dude. Shout out MT. Um, so that's another one. I don't know. Again, I think could could they win it? You know, win the division possibly, um, but I think they win a playoff game. So, long dude, card. when y'all when y'all shout out MTSU players here on this pod, it makes me wish so bad that Montevallo had a football team. That's one thing that I miss in college so was, hard. Shout out a few. There's a few. There's a few in the league. I just wish I had a college football team other than Tennessee to cheer on. They're all pretty much the secondary. Richie's, I think Richie's out the league now, but yeah. But all right, last one. Um, 
I got a few that I put, and I'm not going to go with this super hot take, but um, Patriots finished with the top five worst record, so they will have a top five pick in the draft. That's a that's a hot one. I think they take a massive step back. Um, I know people are not – people are high or at least optimistic on the Patriots, but I don't see how. I, I think they take a step back. Um, their, their best receiver is Devontae Parker. I won a whole lot of games, I think, with Devontae Parker as your as your um, wide receiver one. Um, I know there, people are trying to hype me up about Ramondre Stevenson. I don't know how how much I can buy into that as as being a fantasy steal uh, or Damian Harris. It's just it's just a system. It's players that I can't get excited about. I think they take a step back. So I think this is the another step in the Bill Belichick retirement tour. Richie James plays for the Giants, by the way. Does he? Good for him. Yeah, he got signed. Yep. All right. My other audible mention, I'll shut up about this, was Trey Lance won the MVP. Hot take. Hot, hot, hot take. What? Hot take. I'm going to try to draft him in all my leagues, man. I'm going to try. You're that big of a fan? Yeah, I do. I like his nickname. The Trey area nickname is, is kind of hard to me, so I'm going to be cool. For that. But, all right, I want to hear y'all. That is a good nickname. All right, I got really hot with mine, so. <laughs> uh, my first one, not so hot. I, I, it would be tough to do, but it's it's possible because it's stacked. Uh, every team from the AFC West makes the playoffs. That's hot. That's yeah. I, I can so see that happening I mean, though. That division that, is that is take insane. is sweating, Chris. Yeah, <laughs> it's possible though. I mean, there you know there are three wild card spots now. That team, or that that division is stacked, absolutely yep. stacked from top to bottom. My second one, uh, this gets even uh, hotter, I think. Bengals miss the playoffs. Ooh. I've seen that quite a bit for people. Uh, I think uh, I, I think they had a lot of luck on their side last year. Yeah, sure. Um, and then my last one, uh, Tom Brady has his worst statistical season of his career. Obviously not. Takes another trip to the Bahamas, he, he might. That he missed. I love that he tweeted out that uh, the masked singer thing. Did you see that theory, that rumor that he was? Yeah, yeah that was singer? funny. That, that was, was funny. That was great. It was pretty. It was pretty well thought out. It know? was. One hundred percent was. Yeah. All right, I like those, Chris. What about you, Brett? All right, my first one is that Logan Woodside will be QB two, pretty much the whole season. And I'm not saying that's what I want it to be. I'm not saying that that's how it's going to be. That's just my first one is that I think that's probably how it's going to work out. And I, I, I could be wrong. Go, NFL but, he goes to the Titans QB too. I love it. <laughs> uh, number two, um, I'm going to go with – I don't know if it will happen, man. I could see them sneaking in. Possibly as the last ball card spot, Miami Dolphins make the playoffs. Okay. Um, they, there's, some, there's something about Mike McDaniels, dude. There's some sort of swagger that he brings to that team. They just – they just feel different, honestly. They really do. I don't, um, I'm going to be honest. That was one of mine, and I replaced it with the Bengals missed the playoffs. Yeah, so. yeah. There's something about mm, – I, 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 like, I like the Dolphins roster. The Dolphins. I, I like Mike McDaniels. Yeah. yeah, I do too. Um, my last one is from like week three, week four on. The MVP race this is going to be a two-man show. Nobody else. Josh Allen, Justin Herbert. They're going to blow everybody else out Love from that. like week three on. It's just a two-man race. Love that. The Bills Chargers play each other this year. Uh, let me check. I'll I'll tell you real quick. As you if look they that, do, man. Oh, that'd be a that needs to be Monday Night Football, Sunday Night Football, something. Yeah. That'd be a fantastic game to watch. I'm a big Justin Herbert fan. Love Justin mm-hmm. Herbert. Yeah. Um, I still think back. If you go back to 2019, 
I think I would trade the run to the AFC title game to suck that season and draft Justin Herbert. I think I'd trade it. I really would. The Bills um, and Chargers. It was a, pretty, it was a pre- pretty special feeling that year. Do was. not play but each other this season. They don't. They do Dang, not play. So no. playoffs, playoffs it is in. Yep. Dude, AFC um, championship game in Buffalo. That'd be insane. Or AFC championship game in Nashville. That'd be yeah. That'd, that'd be insane. <laughs> that'd be insane too. <laughs> um, but the one other the other hot take that I tweeted out was the Raiders win the AFC West. I think it's anybody's. Oh, wow. That anybody's, one's sweating. It's anybody's division, man. I, I I don't think. I think when we mid November, we'll be surprised about how. The Broncos aren't who we thought they'd be. I disagree. I don't know, man. I just I don't think, think they rosters, have. I, I don't think this good, is a. Dude. I don't think this is a Brady twenty twenty buck situation where the roster is already intact and Brady coming in helped that entire team, which helped them win a Super Bowl. I think they had need more work than you I think. think. I think it is. I think that is a stacked. <laughs> well, I also think it's the head coach that kind of that scares me. They have a very unproven head coach. Yeah, first year. I agree. So I think that's something else. I don't know. While we're on the oh. subject of uh, while we're on the subject of predictions, how about we do a couple more questions, like we did the, the last episode? Let's do it. Hey, one more. One all right, more these, thing for these me. are all. Uh, what's up? Uh, what's his name? Todd Bowles is not it. He's not it. So I don't think Tampa. They'll probably win the division, but I don't think they're going to be. No. Like as as great as no. people think they might be. No, all right, no, sorry. No. Go ahead, Chris. All right, so these are all Titans uh, Titans predictions for this season. Uh, these three are focused on the roster, uh, primarily the 53-man as we get closer to that. So uh, first question, we already know Brett's answer, but does Logan Woodside make the team? As yes. in the initial, the initial 53-man? I say yes. No. Would I be I shocked no if he's well. cut? Not necessarily, but I'm going to say yes. Because I said he would be the the QB2. I'm going now. All right. Which surprise player makes the 53-man roster? Um, I hope this is a surprise to y'all. But Lonnie Johnson. I'm with it. I mean, since he's so new. He's been on the team less than a week so far. I think it's Lonnie Johnson. I think uh, a veteran DB will help that entire group out. Kind of like the whole buster screen thing. I know it's kind of a different situation, but – uh, he's you know a veteran player, got a lot of snaps in the Made a play the other night. He did I'm gonna go play? That's my pick. Uh, David Aninia, oh, who's had a great preseason. I love it. He would have. Uh, he was uh, my my initial thought, but I'm going after talking about it earlier. I'm going Doctor Gibby, Jack Gibbons, yeah, at yeah. inside linebacker. We only need- uh, and then I need uh, two. I need two numbers for you from you guys on this one. Okay, how many tight ends and how many wide receivers are on the initial fifty-three? Six tight ends, three. Oh, I'm sorry, six wide receivers, three tight ends. <laughs> six receivers, three tight ends. Mm. Well, we only have three tight ends at the moment. I'll go six receivers too. Three and six, then. Uh, dude, I, does David Wells make the roster? 
I think I think there's a. I'm going four and six because I think Tommy Hudson makes it. Jeff Swain. I'm sorry. I'm three tight ends on the roster. I, I missed this other depth chart group. Um, I'll go three. Three and six. Three and six. Yep. Hooper, okay. Hooper, Jig, and, and Swain. That was mine too. All right, that's the three. Yep. Love it. I missed the Love it. tight end side of this. All right, I'm excited to play this game with you guys. All right, we're going to do this once a week on the podcast. Name that Titan. I wish we had like some like um... – Name that Titan. Yeah, I wish we had like some <laughs> some, some game show music for this. We'll, get a, we'll get a voice. We'll get a voice guy. All right, so how this will go down. I want you, if you're listening, to play this game with me as well and and try to figure out who who – which side this is. I'm going back in the archives for this, okay, all season long. I'm trying to find guys that we forgot about, guys that maybe have spent 12 years here that you forget about, or maybe a guy that spent just a year here. At least I'll, I, the guys that I pick will at least spend one season here. Um, so you guys at least – it wasn't just a, a, a training camp stint, anything like that. So, And we're uh, going to start with one clue and then just add more clues as we as – we I'm going to give you guys hints. Give you guys some hints as we go, um, and they'll kind of they'll be more descriptive as I go on. Okay, so okay. I'll get pretty broad to start off with, and no cheating. All right, no, I want I want <laughs> hands. Yeah, all right, no cheating at all. Just hands in your lap. Uh, we'll get started. All right, so start us off the initial uh, name that Titan. This player was a 2006 first round pick. Vince Young. I wasn't gonna go that easy off the rip. Pac-Man Jones. Uh, Pac-Man was 05, I think. Yeah, he was. Oh, I think you're right. All right. Uh, no, to either of you. Okay. Which means he wasn't the Titans' first-round pick because he was. Oh, good point, Chris. Correct. Good point, Chris. VY was 100% that year because that's the year. Or high school, sorry. This player played for three NFL teams in his career. Oh gosh, dude! Doesn't give you. I mean, not a, not a ton of help there. Carl Klug. Just throwing somebody out there. Chris. Man, I don't know. Next one. Okay. Play college football at Florida State. Oh. Without look, if I if you if you told me this player, I would have guessed the college. You wouldn't have. Wouldn't have. I would not have. Hmm. Myron Roll was after that, and he wasn't the first round pick. Just good guess, not him. I'll just use my guess for this round then. All right, I think I, I I'll start helping you out with this next ten. Chris, any guess for that? No. He had fifty three and a half career sacks. Oh. Okay, so he's a D lineman. Dang, bro. This is tough. I think. Mm. Man, that that year. What was that dude's is... last? What was that dude's last name? <laughs> this is funny shit. That year is just stumping <laughs> me, man. What was that dude's last name? Y'all watch Stump the Schwab when you're growing up? Oh, six. <laughs> I forgot all about that. Oh, that show. Oh, six. Uh, first round pick, Florida State D lineman. 
Was it? Dude, I can't remember this dude's last name. That's or gonna, Edge. Or Edge. Gonna be able to validate my answer. We can. I can give you another hint. Is it? Yeah, uh, let's go one dude, more. I, I can't think of the dude's last name, so I don't even want to give the answer. But okay. let's go one more. All right. Signed with the Titans in 2012. Okay, well, mine was irrelevant then. Signed um, in 2012. I need 12. Holy cow. I mean, the name that's coming to mind is obviously not it because he played Texas, but Arakpo is right there. Um, I think he was a 06 first round pick, but no, it's not him. Yeah, I think he was. Um, Wesley Woodyard only played for two teams. Kentucky. He's from Kentucky, too. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. All right, I have <laughs> one hit left. I'm kind of proud of myself. Hold on. I hope oh, there's somebody yeah. driving right now thinking, oh, it's this guy. Andrew. I know. Somebody is somebody is so pissed at me and Brett right now. Absolutely. <sighs> okay. I, I don't know. I need the last in, I guess. He wore number 95. With the Titans. Well, I got another good one. If y'all can't answer this, I got another one. Maybe y'all remember this story about him. If y'all can't get the number 95. <laughs> Go ahead. He participated in the American Ninja Warrior. Bro, is this who I was thinking of then? Um, I remember that. I remember a Titans player competing in that. <laughs> what are the initials? No guess at all. What are yeah. the initials? God, I remember this. I can't give you the initials. I'm... Was he drafted by the Giants? Mm, who drafted him? Nope. Hmm. Not drafted the Dolphins, the, was it? Drafted by the Cleveland Browns, played for the Oakland Raiders. <laughs> Holy cow, dude. I'm so I'm gonna get so mad at myself. I hope somebody's yelling at the radio right now. Maybe nobody knows it. I just I mean, this is the guy when I say it, I'm like, oh yeah. How good how good was he with the Titans? Not I mean he played maybe this helped. He played three seasons with the Titans. Okay. Those are also the, like the worst years in franchise history. Yeah, 2012, 2014. It wouldn't be like Angelo Blackson or anything like that. Um, that was a Titans pick. All right. Yeah, he was. Give me initials first, and then and then you can give the answer. Uh, no, I'll no, give you. I'm give you initials. I'll give you his last, the first letter of his last name. Starts okay. with a W. Starts with a what? W. The first name doesn't start with the C, does it? No. Yeah, okay, Charlie good. Whitehurst. Um, <laughs> He did play for the Browns, Charlie Whitehurst. Oh, I cannot believe it. I guess I got to go a little bit easier next week. Wyndham. Can't ask for a better start to the, to the series, though. This is nuts. I, I mean, maybe this is the point of this. Maybe it is stump the swabs. No, I can't figure it out. All right, I don't know. What's his first I'm name awesome. start with? What's his All first right. name start with? The or, or are you just going to tell us? I'll tell you. The player's Cameron Wimbley. 
Cam oh my Wimbley. gosh, man! Wow, that's that's from the know. archives, dude. That is yeah, dude. That, that is, is deep is. in the archives. I would not have guessed Florida State. You're if right. you're listening to this and you knew who it was, tweet at us, please. Let dude, I'm thinking of I'm, I was thinking of know. I was thinking of Cameron. What's his name that played for the Dolphins? I still can't remember his last name. Oh, Cameron Wake. Wake. Thank mm. you. That's who I was thinking of the whole time. Cam, that was my guy. But Cam Wimbley, man, wow, that's a good one. What's What's he doing? That was good. That was a really that was really good, good Austin. I kind of and, and it was. I, I like that it was. He was relevant enough that we could have got it. Sure, you know what I mean, for I sure. Like, I like, like that. somebody that spent enough time here, we we would have knew it. You know, known his name and, and whatnot. So, all right. Well, that's the initial inaugural name that Titan. We'll, yeah, well done. We'll get a little better at well it. Next done. But um, again, guys, we're a few weeks away from actual regular season of football. I'm stoked. Um, y'all in a couple fantasy leagues? Chris uh, one. More than Chris I should. One. More than I should be. Chris is in one. Get to do. Uh, I don't even. I don't draft. even know what number I'm in. Doing our draft September 6th at Nissan Stadium. So. Nice. Nice. So nice. nice. I got my first. Uh, first one Monday night. Next Monday night in person. Very excited about it. I think nice. I've done three so far. You've done three so far? Yeah. How many more do, do you guys mean? Do as many as you can more, before you have kids. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah. I'm, hey, I'm the only one here that's not married or without kids, so. Yeah. Soon, Brett. That's wild. You said what? It's soon. <laughs> soon. All right. Well, for Brett Brasher, for Chris Carter, my name's Austin Nelson. We appreciate you listening to the Second of Victory podcast. Again, get us on Twitter at Second of Victory. Follow, subscribe, get us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Where else you get podcasts? As always, tighten up. Tighten up. Tighten up. <laughs>